everyone. Welcome to Trust the Trail. We are your outdoor guides, Ariane Petrucci and Scott Jans. This is episode 138, Evolution of the Mattress Pad. On this episode, we talk about the evolution of the mattress pad and the exciting new standard to look for in 2020. We believe some of the new trends up and coming may just take the air right out of you. Join in on this discussion on our Facebook group page. Just go to facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash trust the trail podcast and come join our podcast family. Come hang out with us and be part of that community. So pretty exciting. In two weeks, we will be in the Okefenokee Swamp. Thrilled. (laughs) Absolutely. Uh, Really looking forward to it. The, you know, for the last... I don't know, probably like four months, uh, the water levels have been really low. Uh, you know, permits have been hard to get. Uh, Judy, our 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 go girl, <laughs> <laughs> who works for uh, the Department of Natural Resources down there, she does all the permits. She retired. They changed the way you could get permits, and it looked bleak. <laughs> it looked bleak for a minute, and then all of a sudden, Boom, water levels are high. They have more water than what they do what to do with. Judy answered the phone when we called. We everything the skies open, rainbows came out, unicorns are jumping out of the swamp. <laughs> oh my goodness. Well, I think I think the hardest part about our Okie trip when we go to book it is it's simply the retention of water. It completely dependent on rainfall alone but then on top of it it's about how much lack of rainfall and the absorption of all the plants and the trees in the swamp take the majority of the water flow so if you don't have enough self-sustaining rain uh, to be able to keep water levels and all the hydration of the swamp active then it's a really difficult. Uh, it's a really good, difficult trip to come by uh, because it's impossible to paddle in a swamp without water. Which is weird because you would think that if you were born, if you were a plant, you're born in the swamp. <laughs> you would think that you wouldn't need water, I, but yet I, that's really not the case. You actually need water more. The world churns with water. You're I, like, man, I've had enough. I'm up to my ears with water, but yet I think I need a little bit. Of water. I need. I'm thirsty. Fresh water and uh, nutrient rich, right? Uh, saturated in uh, all the good. You had the good nutrients of swamp right. water. We are completely off topic. <laughs> we are not talking about the swamp today. We are talking about mattress pads. I'm so excited to get down to the Okefenokee anyway. <laughs> but the the funny thing is, is that when, you know, we'll be camping on platforms and nothing says mattress pad more than, you know, camping on a hardwood deck. <laughs> so <laughs> with with nothing but cold, cold water underneath and you. air underneath <laughs> right, you. So. Right, right. <laughs> it's actually a perfect time to be talking about mattress pads. Well, pretty excited because I think 2020 and uh We'll give you guys a scoop. I think you're going to hear this first on, uh, I think we'll be the first podcast to talk about this um, as far as uh, a backpacking, outdoor hiking podcast is that we feel that 2020 is going to turn the corner with mattress pads. And we're going to talk a little bit about that 
um, the reason we, why we feel that way. But I think 2020, what came out of the Outdoor Retailer Show uh, this year or in 2019, I think is going to really change the way you buy pads. And so theoretically, or even historically, down the road, mattress pads were, it, they're kind of like a quagmire when you go to buy one. And, you know, I remember on my hike, um, you know, I had the Thermarest uh, mattress pad. There was nothing to it. It was self-inflating. Uh, some of them were thicker than others. And they were just bare bone cell insulated pads. They It was almost like bubble wrap. The the, the air cells were so small in there. there and, and then they worked. And they were heavy material. And when they did poke a hole in it, you could just patch it with duct tape and they lasted forever but they were heavy and of course mattress pads today you know manufacturers were, were they're all fighting for the lightweight they're all you know the, the lightest weight the best um but maybe not so durable and so today's marketplace when you go into an outfitter rei or uh, or any of of your other favorite outfitters um online um, there's hundreds of thousands to choose from, it seems. Yeah. And so I think the problem is that, you know, you spend so much money on your tent. You spend so much money in your sleeping bag. And, you know, by the time you're done uh, purchasing your gear, you know, it seems like the mattress pad is kind of like the bastard child of gear. <laughs> It's actually a really good way to look at it. Um, there's, there's not enough emphasis on well, because there's no pertinence. standard. There's no standard, right? So when you go to your sleeping bag, you know, hey, I'm a cold sleeper. Boom, you go right to the the 20 degree bag. Or I'm going to be backpacking in winter. Boom, you you know where to go. But with the mattress pad, it's like, um, okay. Well, well here's a have- hundred pads to choose from. <laughs> some of them say insulated. Some of them, some of them don't. Some of them say good for cold weather camping. What does that mean? And who wrote that? And like, you know, what's their version of cold weather camping? You know, so is it a, is it like a glamper? Who wrote that? You know, what I mean, like, are they cold at fifty degrees? And, and what does cold, that mean? We all know cold is an extremely relative uh, a term when you're we are you a cold sleeper. Well, some of us, yes, are a cold sleeper, but then some of us are an excessive cold sleeper. There's no rating or ability to gauge that because. Essentially, when you go to look at your sleeping pads, there's not enough. There's not enough uh, comparison to be able to to factor in to be able to kind of gauge where you need to be. It's like some of them have temperatures, some of them have like values in terms of winter, cold, lightweight moderate <laughs> and they make them different every year and then you have a, the vertical baffle but then you have the horizontal baffle then you have the big the large the Shaped. wide you know the every shape you know, and size and yeah, weight i'm surprised and... they don't make a triangle one you know i mean don't 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 even go there it's bound to happen and then climate said you know what for We're the gonna... large shouldered people yeah and the climate came around and they they changed the whole pad design we're like 
we're going to put like just holes, spaces, like a donut in our pad. And we're just going to like, we're not even going to make a full pad. We're just going to put like these like spaghetti type of pad together to save weight. And you looked at that and you're like, that can't possibly work. But that's the mattress pad evolution. So we've come to a point now where uh, we, I think we're, we're finally starting to have common sense. I think common sense is going to prevail in 2020 with the mattress pad. And the thing is, is that, um, and, and, and the problem with the evolution of the mattress pad is that I think because it is the bastard child of gear, that, and by the time we get to the mattress pad, we don't know what comfort sleeping is. I mean, what what's comfort sleeping in the backcountry? Because you know you're already compromised in the fact you're going out in the backcountry, right? You're already compromising that you're going to go on a long distance hike and go backpacking. You're going to be sleeping in a tent in a sleeping bag. So you've compromised, you know, your your comfy bed lifestyle and you're going to go sleep in the wilderness. So now it becomes a pat- mattress bed. You know you're not going to sleep, be sleeping on a mattress. So then you look at your mattress pads and you're like, well, okay, here's one what? for $170. Looks good. Yeah. X-Ped. Wow. Okay. It's yellow. Looks good. Looks, uh, must, like must be good. Like the design. It looks yeah. like it's yeah. going to, It's you X-Ped. Know. <laughs> X-Ped. You know, it's got to be good. You know, where do they make it? Oh, it's a Europe company. Okay. Good, 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 good. Um, and then you've got Big Agnes, uh, the Aircore for 40 bucks. Ooh, man. I don't know. What do I decide to do? So there's just this wide variety of not only uh, air, ma- air pads out there, but uh, just a super variety in, in price. And so, you know, you're going into, you know, REI, you're going into, or you're shopping online. Uh, hopefully it's the backpacker store. And you're <laughs> looking at mattress pads and you're like, well, why why would I spend $170 on a sleeping pad with, it's the same thickness, it's the same size, when I can buy one for 40 bucks? Well, What's the difference? And so you, so most people, I know I, I would look at the $40 mattress pad. Now, of course, I'm the guy who buys generic in the grocery store. So, you know, don't get me started on that one. I'm always looking at, I'm the guy who reads the label. Like I will take a, like a brand label and a generic label. I'm like, I think this is made by the same company. (laughs) I think they're trying to offshoot the cheaper person like me who buys generic in the grocery store. But, but, but that's what I do as far as the mattress pad goes. I I want them to prove to me that the $170 one is better. Well, there's not enough emphasis on it in the first place, which is is what we're kind of talking about here is the problem is that there's so much emphasis on the sleeping bag. And and when you look sleeping pad versus sleeping bag, one is far more cozier. So if you're newer to backpacking or newer to a type of seasonal backpacking, colder weather climates, uh, snow, anything like that, you're going to mentally place a lot more emphasis on a sleeping bag because the fluff, uh, the consistency in an R value rating, the ability to understand what you're going to need, and it just 
seems that we as a backpacking society places more emphasis on that in the stores and therefore that is what you gravitate to naturally. Well, I actually blame the EN rating for why people choose a crappy mattress pad. Because the EN rating, when you look at your sleeping bag, is based on this. You are wearing one layer of clothing, and you are sleeping on a one-inch pad. Well, <laughs> that's pretty broad. One inch. One, one inch. inch is one inch, but Boom, it does done. not talk. 40 bucks. It does not talk about. <laughs> insulated, non-insulated, our value. The most important value. factor of what a mattress pad is designed to do. Absolutely. So let's kind of talk a little bit about the R value. So you're going to see more and more companies start labeling the R value. And what is our value? Our value is exactly like insulation you buy at your home, right? You go to Home Depot, Lowe's, I need insulation for my house. There's an R value rating, whether it's styrofoam, uh, polyfoam board, it's insulation that you buy at the hardware store. And it has an R value. It's 3.5, it's 5, it's 7, it tells you to leave a space. I mean, we know this because we insulated our Airstream and we know a lot about our value. So <laughs> We think if, we know a lot about our value in an Airstream, but we do know more about our I value. I feel like I can talk our value. <laughs> I feel like I, I can talk our value. And so so the, 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 the where we're at right now is we have two different... Um, two different uh, standards, and they're not really even standards. They're just uh, manufacturers uh, printing, you know, uh, crap on the label, right? So you've got one uh, mattress pad says, hey, man, this is really good. This is going to keep you warm at about 32 degrees. Okay. Um, and then you've got, hey, this is our value of three. Well, what does that mean? <laughs> Which one do I choose? Where's the comparison chart? <laughs> Where's the comparison chart? It's and like comparing, you know, Euro shoe size to American size. It's like <laughs> I, you need a chart to be able to figure it out. But yeah, the it, conversion? Does not, it does not exist in the backpacking world. <laughs> right, right. Uh, right. So, so that's the problem that we have right now. But we're going to give you the answer. And we're, we're hoping the solution is, I think it's going to, I think it's coming this year. I think 2020 is is going to be the year of the mattress pad. I really do feel that way. 2020, 2021, you're going to see mattress pads completely change in the way that they're providing um, insulation. So let's look at some R values right now. So usually, if, if you know you're going to go winter backpacking or camping, You'll, you'll see our values of five or higher. Now, there's only a few manufacturers that are doing this. By the way, this is n nowhere near an industry standard. Right. And we're going to tell you which ones are doing it, by the way. So you may see our value of five. Oh, okay, good, 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 good. Five is a good number. That's a high number. 
based on what five out of ten five out of what <laughs> we don't know <laughs> it's just a five so but we think five so far is the highest number you can get if it was a seven i think i'd be like you are literally sleeping on a mattress <laughs> <laughs> You know, so so we You're car camping. <laughs> you are car camping, right? Absolutely. So and then you've got like a three season backpacking, which you know is is relative to because well, what's three season? Three season is in the backpacking in the outdoor world is everything but alpine. <laughs> So right or there, direct snow conditions. Right, right. So right there, that tells me that there's kind of a disconnect, and they haven't really gotten their their stuff together. But if if you're three season backpacking, um, you're gonna be looking at an R value of two or higher. So I would say like two to three would be most of your generalized insulated pads at this time insulated pads that say when you go you know look at big agnes you look at um you know uh uh nemo you look at uh rei you look at a lot of different pads you're if you see an rv of two to three that's pretty normal that's what they've been for a long time when they have the stamp insulated on the packaging now as I'm, I'm saying this, I also want to uh, caution and kind of put a red flag out there that, look, you know, mattress pads aren't there to sit on the shelf. They're there to sell. And so the people that can put insulated in big font letters. <laughs> they win. <laughs> they win. <laughs> so, you know, you got to kind of take that with a grain of salt. The insulated pad only has changed in a couple different ways. One, fabric, and one, how big the baffles are. And that is not that much different than the R value of two or three that Thermarest used to have in 2003 when I hiked the Appalachian Trail, okay? So that's really super important to know. The, the evolution of the mattress pad as far as insulated goes hasn't changed in a three season issue as far as our value in a long time. There's just no been there's never been an, any kind of standard to let you know that that's a two or a three. Okay? So um, you can come you can of course you can combine two pads and put two pads on top of each other. Right, like a like a like a foam pad. Foam pad, which I've done many times. And you have done. Underneath your air pad, um, which is very helpful in cold, cold weather. Or particularly if you're an extremely cold weather sleeper, you're probably going to have to up your R-value rating naturally because you are going to sleep colder than the rating allows. Right. So as we discussed, some manufacturers don't even provide our values. They say it's good for, you know, winter camping. <laughs> you know, it's good for cold weather. So uh, most notably, and this is the big change, we're going to talk about Big Agnes and Nemo. But instead of providing a minimum recommended temperature or ranges, the problem with using temperature ratings is that there's no standard testing procedure to determine them. So they're just kind of making them up as they go along. For purposes of backpacking, you need to factor in weight, 
comfort, and the big one, you guys are ready? Compressibility. Can it compress? And that's really where mattress pads in the evolution of mattress pads have really come into play because, you know, remember not that long ago, you're carrying those mattress pads. I know I did when I hiked the Appalachian Trail outside of your backpack, outside of your backpack. You couldn't do that today. They'd pop all over the place. They right. pop all over the place now. Right. <laughs> right. But I remember, you know, I, I carried my thermorest outside the backpack because it was a thicker material Harder to compress, had to roll it like mm-hmm. a bedroll. Yep. You know, like cowboy camping back in the day. Absolutely. Back in my day. And, you know, I remember I had a little pop in it. You know, man, I went to a hotel, put it in the bathtub, saw a little bubble come out, patched it up with duct tape, good to go. <laughs> good to go. You could not do that don't today. Don't leave home without duct tape. Yeah, don't leave home without duct tape. You could not do that today because they're just not made durable anymore okay they're just they're just not that way but the r value is the r value is coming and i think that there's finally gear manufacturers that are getting into that r value game and one of them which is big agnes is really going to get into the r value game so there is a new standardization that has been occurring now for the last three years. Um, REI and MEC, which is a Canadian company equivalent to REI, has has really set out to address this issue directly and trying to create a very industry-wide formula to, to, to unify all of this, to give you that flowchart that you need. Um, essentially, nobody knows what they're looking for. Uh, they don't know how much insulation they need for what, all of what we've talked about. But they are now going to be, well, soon, in, in 2020, there will be the requirement that brands need to report a standard standardized R value rating on their products. And... This essentially is going to allow you to understand a comparison amongst what you're looking for, what you're shopping for, and what you need. Before, it's like you really just had to take your wild guess, go out in the field, test it, and learn the hard way that it wasn't quite what you needed. <laughs> that's, that's how everybody dictated if that mattress pad was, was enough. So... Um, the standardization is pretty interesting, and, and, and I like this whole technical side of things. Um, so I'm going to actually read it because I don't, I think that, I think that everyone would benefit more from my, than my, like, synopsis of, of this. So essentially, this is kind of what they've come up with on how they're going to test to be consistent in an R value and how to determine what that is from pad to pad. So to determine the R value of a sleeping pad, ASTM, the standardized company, uh, dictates this test, which the pad is squeezed between a hot plate on the top and a cold plate on the bottom, essentially replicating the location and weight of a sleeping human. 
There are variables like ambient temperature and humidity levels that are also controlled for, and it's the inflation pressure of the pad if it inflates. The cold plate is then held at 5 degrees Celsius, while the hot plate is heated to 35 degrees Celsius. Over four hours, the energy required to maintain the hot plate's temperature is then measured. The less energy it takes, the better the pad is insulated. And then uh, ASTM standardization, it's a, it's, a, it's a code, dictates the three examples of a given pad should be tested, and they should be sampled across three test locations and different areas on the pad to account for differences in construction and thickness. Also, it would account for the way you sleep, side sleepers, that which is, type of thing. Which is hu- hugely important because the side sleeper gets screwed out of the R value. <laughs> every time, every time. So then the average of these numbers is then determined and it turns and it turns into the R value for that particular pad product. And so this is something that REI and MEC MEC will begin displaying to consumers in 2020. So it's on its way. Uh, they have done three years in the making for these tests. And it's changing the game for consumers to, to be a lot more educated in in understanding not only the pad, but the combination of their pad and sleep system, which is what everybody struggles with. That's the biggest biggest issue with matching your sleeping bag with your sleeping pad with your tent it's the sleep system and then it comes to weight it comes to can they are they compressible and are they durable and that's the big thing man that's the huge thing i can't even tell you how many mattress pads Ariane and I have taken back in the last five years because they've popped. We're tired of them popping, tired of it. So the only thing that um, I, I, I think in backpacking gear, it's the only consumable. It's like a battery for the love of God. You know what I mean? You know, you buy your favorite piece of gadget and you're like, oh my God, this is awesome. But oh yeah, you'll spend another $300 on batteries. That is probably the best comparison I've heard. Your mattress pad is a lot like that. They were never like that. So anyway, so... Batteries in cold weather. (laughs) Yeah. So, you know, you're constantly going back. I mean, REI, I've brought that, you know, so REI Flash has had two versions of their mattress pad because the first one sucked so bad. So they finally done version two, and um, you know I, I I brought that that first generation flash back to REI to the to the point where you know I'm like guys stop selling this thing it's and they stopped selling it you know not because I said it but it, you it just, would like to think <laughs> you would, I would like, like to think that but probably like this is this Atlanta location <laughs> right. we can't take any more right. of these pads back right right so. Um, you know, and why well, I, I know it sucked when I worked there. I, I it just it, they popped all the time. The baffles just were too thin. They just couldn't hold the pressure of a side sleeper, and that the side sleeper gets screwed with um, with any kind of insulation because a lot of times you're not you're not um, you know you're you're squashing down the pad and you're not getting that R value. It would be like saying, hey, I'm going to buy this insulation for my house. 
It's a, a, a five R value. Okay, great. But then I'm going to smash my hands in this certain spot and expect still to get an R value, five R value. That's not, you're, you're, it's not, doesn't work that way. You, you're, well, you're squishing it down to where there's no loft. So right. here's the thing, the loft. Remember that because I've got some big, gigantic news to tie that whole thing together. Okay. <laughs> Well, I so so I I do want to make notation of this because I don't I don't want people to be under the impression that by by slapping an official R value rating on a pad will also fix all the other concerns that that people are looking for. Um so just to briefly touch on it because an R value is an R value once it's standardized and once it goes through that proper testing. But there's other factors to look for. You know, you talked a lot about the stability of it, but the support it offers you, the the, the shape, uh, different things like how much of a packed size it becomes, um, the weight, the price. All of these things are other controllable factors. Noise is a big one. So you still do have to battle through kind of the the preference of things just like you would a sleeping bag but it is going to offer the consistency and understanding what you need to be able to gain the warmth value well i think that's the key i think of when when people go in and say hey look you know i know what a 20 degree sleeping bag is it's an EN rating, and even that's kind of changed a little bit. They're they're giving you the comfort level now, but I think the R value system for for mattress pads are going to be a so it's going to be so much better for the consumer. It's going to be so much better to walk in and say, "Look, I'm a cold sleeper, so yeah, I've got my 20 degree sleeping bag bag, but you know what? I want that extra oomph. I want that. I want the R value of five. I I want that now." In the summertime, you may have to get another mattress pad, but for for cold weather backpacking, and if you're a cold sleeper, and you know it, it, also your body mass has a lot to do with it too. When you're when you're trying to figure out how to stay warm at night, and you know women tend to have lower body mass, body mass, so they they tend to be a little bit colder. So you know that's even more important to go in there and say, look, here's. Here's what I'm looking for, and here's a chart. Here's a standardized uh, R value, and I think that is going to be big for 2020. Um, as far as gear that's coming out, the 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 big news is that Big Agnes, Big Agnes sleeping pads will all be given some very nice upgrades in 2020. We're going to see what they are, but here's the big word. Remember the big word. Prima loft. Wait, what? They're gonna put Primo Loft in their mattress pads and give it an R value. That's how serious the R value is gonna be coming into the marketplace. So they'll come with pump sacks, Primo Loft insulation. That's some of the your down jackets, your Primo Loft sleeping bags. That is crazy, crazy upgrades in the evolution of mattress pads. They're going to boost their R value. They're going to, they are going to market that big time 
I think they're going to really blow away the industry. I think REI, that's one of the reasons why REI is behind the standardized testing for sleeping bags, <laughs> by the way, because they see this evolution coming. And Big Agnes also announced at the Outdoor Re- Retailer Show that they are going to be dropping the price on all of their sleeping pads. So that's huge, huge news. Thermarest, they're going to be... They're giving their valves, thank God, thank God, (laughs) they're giving the valves a completely new upgrade. The Neo Air Air Series are getting all new valves, and every single Thermarest you buy are going to have a pump sack in it. Now, I mean, that's kind of like, to me, that's just kind of a token piece of gear, and it's just kind of like a extra, extra you know, to make you feel happy and joyful about the $100 you're spending on your <laughs> sleeping bag. Be like, I don't have to What do else do you work? have to do in the backcountry? Which is, by the way, <laughs> let's let's all talk, let's be honest with it. Blowing up your sleeping pad in the backcountry is the least favorite thing you do in the backcountry. Without fail, absolutely, <laughs> It's yes. the least favorite thing. It's I five minutes of it. your time that you waste in the backcountry blowing it. up that pad. You know, I, I, I've tried to make... A whole rhythmic like experience out of it, but it just doesn't work. But I will say, to to their defense, even though I would never be one to take a bag out into the backcountry, they are they are lighter weight. They're uh, more for just like air, like fill them with air and be able to to pump that through. But there is something to be said for putting moisture, collective moisture, in there, which does slightly, in my opinion, increase. Um, that that the moisture and the buildup reduces some of that R value over time because it is essentially you are trying to keep yourself off of the cold earth that is going to sap all of your warmth away from your body. And there is, in my opinion, there is some factor involved there. Well, minor, but well, Thermarest claims that this new valve system is going to. They're going to increase the flow rate by three times faster. That's what they're claiming. So you're going to be, so I guess they've heard the complaints and the cries out in the backcountry. <laughs> all sitting there for five minutes of misery. <laughs> and they, they've heard us. And so they, this new valve system, they, they're, they're claiming that you're going to be able to blow up your air mattress that much, three times faster, but you're going to be able to purge the air three times faster also. So, which is another thing, you know, when you're rolling up your mattress pad, trying to get it as tiny as possible to fit in the original bag it came with, which is almost impossible to do. I don't have any issues with the, no, you the, do the breakdown good. of it, but uh, it's the blow up. And, and particularly, it's because of the air um, or the, the mattress pad that I have have had over the course of the last year well we think that the we we really do feel that the mattress pads of 2020 are going to be i think we turned the corner i think common sense has finally prevailed um thank you rei for pushing the standardization of the r value i think that's going to be big i think that's going to be something to really look for and 2020, 2021. So I would say especially the fall of 2020, that is going to be huge. Um, 
really excited about Primaloft being in mattress pads and how that's going to work and seeing how that's going to develop into something that may completely revolutionize sleeping pads. That is what I'm most excited about the upcoming trends in and where they're they're headed with the mattress pad. Yeah, could you imagine blowing up like a goose style mattress pad? Sleeping That's just bag, gonna be crazy. Sleeping bag and mattress pad all in one. No. You know, get an R if they I mean R value of five, six, seven I mean, that's the biggest thing. If they if they can fix the side sleeping situation, give it a good R value to where you can make an educated guess for your sleep system instead of, yeah, this is for cold weather camping. What the heck does that mean? <laughs> if they can just make if if they can give the consumer an educated, standardized um, feel for the gear that they're buying, like the EN rating has done with sleeping bags. Um, I am very, very excited about the evolution of sleeping bag or sleeping pads, and I, I really, really hope that that really uh, takes place this year. I, I have really a hope new so. Trend for 2021 that I am asking for is raising a a pillow in built in with the mattress pad, or even a slight raise at the foot to keep blood flow kind of going back after a very long day of hiking um that is uh i maybe like a built-in coffee maker too that would be <laughs> awesome <laughs> you gotta throw it out there well you guys thank you guys so much for listening if you enjoy this podcast please post a comment on itunes or apple Podcasts and and post a review we would love it helps spread the word of the podcast or really any of your favorite podcatchers, uh, go ahead and post a comment. We'd love to we'd love to read them. Shout out to our lovely and amazing Facebook members, and especially our patrons: John Phillips, Rick, Jerry, Shirley Nutt, Jerry, Suzanne Johnson, Brad Wolf, Helene, Mike Pellet, Jacqueline, Danny Bowen, Jack Masters, Amy Tappendorf, Jeff Neiman, Kathy Kinnison. Uh, Bob Esser and Matthew Creecroft. Thank you guys so much. Patreon is a secure platform that lets you support your favorite podcast. All you need to do is create an account and go to Trust the Trail Podcast and as little as $2 a month, get special benefits for exclusive content. Our podcasts are available on any of your favorite podcatchers. If we're not on there, let us know and we'll get on there for you. You can also follow us on Instagram, Trust the Trail, and our Trust the Trail Facebook page. So you guys remember, have I hope your 2020 is starting off crazy good. Booyah, get out there. <laughs> Hike, get outdoors. I, I mean, I just wish the best for you guys for this new 2020 year. Remember, the trail gives you everything you need. So Trust the trail, you guys. Bye.